Esta es Spidey Sense. Ain't got no surprise on me. Call me so amazing, so spectacular. To all that a spider can do. Web shooters up on my wrist. You know I make it go thwip. That's how I live that Spidey life. That's Spidey life. That's how I live that Spidey life. That's Spidey life. Taking hits that hurt my ego Vulture, where did he go? Please don't tell my secret Promise me you'll keep it on the low With great power comes great responsibility I promise NYC This is episode 462 for April 2017 I'm your host Brad Douglas and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast and that opening song is called That Spidey Life and it's a uh, take off the Bruno Mars song. Uh, That's what I like. And the vocals on that is by Jay Long. And there's a very cool music video with uh, an actor by the name of Ben Carter performing Spider-Man. If you'd like to see that music video, I put it up on our front page at spidermancrawlspace.com. Also on our message board where you can discuss this episode. You can see it embedded there too. Before we get to our news section, I want to give a shout out to Brian for dropping a few dollars in our PayPal pot. If you would like to help with bandwidth costs and support our website, if you like what we're doing, uh, show your support. Log on to our front page at spidermancrawlspace.com. And on the right-hand side, there's a button. And also, if you scroll down, there's a widget that says support for website bandwidth costs. Currently, we're about 57% funded. And if you'd like to drop a few dollars in, you can do just that, and I will mention your name on the next podcast. All right, let's get on with the news, everybody. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our Spider News. Uh, let's start off with the reaction to the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer. Ashley, you've got this one. Talk about that a little bit. We have a new trailer that dropped. Oh boy, and not just trailer, <laughs> practically the entire movie. That was a lot no of doubt. reveal. <laughs> so, oh god, this trailer essentially all the hopes that I still had for the movie with the first trailer, and I'm like, okay, you know, they're kind of doing this. Maybe they won't. Maybe it won't be the worst that that could be played out to in the actual movie. Maybe. They'll go for a different take instead, but um, they only kind of confirmed more of my doubts and um, really, concerns. You're, you're, you're less excited for the movie after this trailer, huh? Definitely, Why? definitely. What, what 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 took it out? It took you out of it. Um, I feel like Peter is being written very out of character, especially the relationship to Tony Stark. I know we've all been concerned that you know Stark's got a too large a presence. And this movie, and you know, before I was kind of writing off as maybe, you know, they're using Tony to kind of popularize the trailer and kind of build up hype for it because he's kind of, for the MCU, he's the poster boy. Mm-hmm. But no, it looks like Peter's just kind of like this little yes man, you know, yes man from Tony. And he's like, yes, Mr. Stark, whatever you say, Mr. Stark, you know, I really admire you, Mr. Stark. And I feel like that is just so far from the Peter that I've come to understand. Yeah. So. It seems like the movie might be a journey of him overcoming the Stark suit because it looks like he gets it taken away and then he finds himself the hero. It's the hero journey mm-hmm. of the hero. His hero journey should not have Tony Stark in it in yeah. any way, shape or form. 
<laughs> at all. And I don't give now, I don't give us now George back, here, this is when Zach says, but in the context of the MCU That's why no. I was that's why I was gonna be the Zach, I guess. Go, yeah. go suck lemons. <laughs> Whoa. Well I'm glad Whoa. it went with lemons. Uh, <laughs> go suck lemons with ass on them. This is not the Spider- This is not the oh, Spider Man that started the universe with the Fantastic Four. The Iron Man and the Avengers have been around nearly a decade. Yeah, but Spider-Man you can kind of do that. But you can kind of do that without ma- turning Peter Parker into Teen Tony, basically. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, don't, because, don't, don't 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 say those two words together, Teen and Tony. Yeah, Ooh. I know, I know. Oh, the look, at how look at how Spider-Man talks to Stark here. I just wanted to be like you. Without mm-hmm. this suit that you gave me, I'm nothing. Give know, me that, a break. You hated yeah, that. Yeah, one. yeah that, that, that was that was pretty bad. I feel that, like this yeah. could have worked if he was. Um, if he took, if he let the whole Civil War um, incident get to his head, like, oh yeah, I got to fight with the Avengers, I'm so cool, you know, I'll really prove that, um, you know, I can, you know, play in the big leagues too and really step up my game, you know, I've, I've got a lot of stuff to show. And the, unfortunately, that arrogance is stripped away from his character, and he's just kind of like this little kid, and that just doesn't feel right. No. To me, the, the the thing that I'll I'll throw out here is that context is important, and the oh, God, where where that happens in the movie may be completely different when we actually watch it in the movie as opposed to in the trailer. And it could be, I mean, how many times have we seen stuff that shows up in the trailer that doesn't show up in the movie? That, yeah, but I mean, but that scene, um, with, but but that scene though with the where where Peter says I'm nothing without the suit, and Tony's like, oh, if you don't, if you're nothing without the suit, then maybe you'd have it. That's that sound looks like pure second act kind of ending stuff for the person at their lowest point, and um, and and the film. I mean, I mean, also I know, and the other thing too. I mean, and we know that based on some stuff behind the scenes stuff about what the other stuff the suit can do, um, and there's more. Yeah, Iron Man what, stuff. What's up with the spider chest symbol drone? That was different. Yeah, yeah. That we've oh. never ever seen in the comics ever. And oh, and Feige well, the- promised us new Stark spider toys. They're coming, Spider fans. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, especially with especially God. the news where he's. I mean, which is not shown in this trailer about him having his own Jarvis. Mm. Uh, which is like, yeah, but the, the well, do, we, do we know that for? Was that officially confirmed or was? Yeah, that there was. Yeah. There was. There was a. There was numerous people that actually were able to get on the set of Spider Man, and they had a little press conference there during while they were shooting, and they told them a bunch of this stuff about how, yeah, he's going to get this. He's going to get this little personal AI Jarvis kind of thing that talks to him, and it's a really so, so this this sounds sounds like Sony got a hold of this and was like. Oh, we want to add a bunch of we want to add a bunch of the MCU stuff that nobody really cares about. Yeah. Uh, well, well, now I, well, hang on now because Feige has said that Marvel was in creative control on this thing. I know. That, remember the press I release initially that, said. Though. Well, the press release said this. Yeah. No, Sony retains creative control, but Feige said, "Dude, we called the ball on this thing." Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, especially. So, I will <sighs> say though, the Vulture stuff in this trailer and what you're hearing about him does actually does sound legitimately interesting. Um, yeah, uh, and, and the Michael Keaton parts. The were, Michael Keaton parts were great. I like that. The, yeah, the, the Michael Keaton parts are the only thing. They're the Otto Octavius of this whole thing. <laughs> they're the only yeah. things that that look intriguing and interesting. Mm. I will I'm say this sure within the. I feel about, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Within the confines of the MCU, they they they. Oh, this is how go. you. This is how you use continuity and make it work. This is how we rationalize bullshit. Okay. Oh. <laughs> 
I was talking yeah, about the say. vulture stuff. That is something you just said was the intriguing parts of the trailer. I'm just that's the only part that looks good. We don't have to rationalize that. Yeah, it looks. I'm not for those that didn't haven't heard the other reports. It looks like the vulture uh, is sort of like damage control, and he cleans up after the the heroes fights and and gets the tech, etc. And that's what the and his said. beef is with Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that's you can't that's even have thing. him hate the main character. No, he's got to be jealous <laughs> of Tony Stark because mm-hmm. Tony Stark is just the balls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, in that a was Spider Man movie. Yeah, that that's the one part about that <laughs> that kind of doesn't sound. You know either. what? Too, I feel like one of the main um arcs, like character arcs, in this is going to be. Tony dealing with his daddy issues and kind of mm, almost yeah. living his childhood vicariously through Peter. I can yeah. see a lot of that happening. And that doesn't, I don't, the, the movie shouldn't be about another character's character arc in that mm, way. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, and, and what was this, George, that we were talking about from 4chan or whatever? So, Really don't believe it, but uh, the, the rumor going around is that Uncle Ben died at nine eleven. It's yeah, a I, rumor. Yeah, Peter would have been one year old. Yeah, there's <laughs> no way. If that, yeah, I just started on four chan. So yeah, I enough said. It for a second. Enough said. I mean, yeah. now, now now there may be people out there who are, who are listening to us who are on four chan. That's not a thing. It's just four chan. Half of it's trolling. It's it's people. It's it's four <laughs> chan yeah. trolling itself. Uh, a lot of the time. So I'm like, half of what you see on there is just people trolling something. Uh, uh, 4chan specializes in trolling. That's where trolling yeah. is. So, like, like in the genesis of the internet, when Al Gore decided to invent it, um, 4chan was brought forth to, to bring about trolling. It is the mm-hmm. Loki of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. JR, we haven't heard your thoughts about the trailer. What, what did you think? It makes me root for Michael Keaton. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? Or Tom Holland? So, yeah. so yeah. you're not digging the trailer either, huh? No, seeing you know, seeing this trailer makes me wonder whether or not it's time for me to pack it in. Mm-hmm. You know, have I you know have I simply become too old and too out of touch? And is it time for me to stop hoping that my version of the mythology is the one that will continue to be told? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it looks like they took whatever George didn't like about the trailer so far and jacked it up to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> you know, more more star or more wacky costume enhancements you know like i like michael j fox's adjusting jacket and shoes and back to the future too oh, yeah when did bob you know? get back on set again yeah okay, and then and then when when peter says i just want to be like you it's like yeah i want to be a narcissistic alcoholic just like you <laughs> so i want to create robots that murder people and 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 start wars with my friends just like you <laughs> what were you saying, Ashley? Oh, yeah. apparently uh, his costume also has magical ability to fit on another person too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah with yeah, not gank. Not gank. I like the name. Only. I like that. I like Phoenix that. Uh, doesn't work that way. I like that hand slap that they did when they were in chemistry class. I thought that was cool. I like Gonk with the. Uh, I'm sorry, Ned leads. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Sure. I'm you're sorry. Cool. I like sure. I like sure. him putting on the mask, and I, I just yeah. Oh God. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm the positive one. I have hopes for the movie, and I have hopes for the trailer. A mask that I think fits you're suffering on Tom from Stockholm syndrome. Not, <laughs> the same would not fit on the other kid's head. It's what, not Ashley? possible. It is a different mask. That mask yeah. wouldn't fit on Gonky's head. Well, I would say I would say unstable molecules, but those don't exist in the MCU. Oh. Um. Well, let's not yet. At least there, is they there did any- make. 
Is there any they pros did. from the trailer? I mean, what did you... They, you guys listed make, all the cons. They did make Aunt May look a little older in that one scene. Uh, and she's... I mean, she's still hot. It's Marissa Tomei. An older yeah. Marissa Tomei is still hot. Um, but Mike yeah. and I noticed. This is something that Mike and I noticed. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I was. We were it, joking back and forth, like about that. She we, looks like that. That I bet the director, like John Watts, was going, "Oh, make her more like aged hippie, like you know, basically." Keep oh yeah, like more. she's got patchouli candles and mm-hmm. stocks, and yeah, and there's probably there, a bead curtain in there. But what Mike and I noticed was is that that's not their apartment. No, it's what? like it feels like it. It, it seems like. It, I mean, the apartment from Civil War, it uh, it has a very different aesthetic to it. It's not that it's not arranged the same way. I mean, cause, this looked more like they've moved into a house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that That's it's a little more lived in. Oh, how, and not, oh and, and not like it was in Civil War. George, you know, how much you want to bet that Tony Stark helped buy the house? Oh, baby, you know it. You know Stark gave a grant and he bought Aunt May's house and they just sugar daddy Stark, baby. Yeah. George, this did movie, you? This movie has four villains in it. <laughs> George, it do Peter, you like? It has shocker. What do you like? Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. <laughs> I love Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Mm-hmm. You just I don't like Downey your Jr. Iron Man with your Spider Man. I have nothing against Downey Jr. and Iron yeah. Man. And when they went to Robert Downey Jr., they were like, "Hey, Robert Downey Jr., how'd you like to be in this and make another twenty million dollars?" Robert Downey Jr.'s like, "I like, I like money." You just don't like the You just don't like to mix your your peas and your potatoes. I you, do not like yeah. that Spider Man. Yeah. Spider Man, the mo- one of the most independent characters in the Marvel Universe, at least yeah. before the last ten years, mm-hmm. cannot be his own goddamn person. Yeah, that's right. That killed well, me. To, well, in fairness, maybe that's what the point of this film is. They're trying to build that up that he learns how to become that. I mm-hmm. even yes. in the trailer. But even so, yeah. Even in the trailer, yeah. oh shit! Look, Vulture cut a ship in half. Oh, thank God! Here's Iron Man to save the day. What, Ashley? Yeah, I know. That, yeah, exactly. I'd say, yeah. like, that's the same kind of hope I held out for. You know, maybe, you know, maybe Tony isn't going to have as big a role as this as we're afraid of. But with each successive trailer, that fear becomes higher and higher. He has his own fun. poster for Homecoming. Yeah, I've seen that. Okay, he uh, has his own poster, Spider-Man: Homecoming, and it's a poster of Iron Man. <laughs> You know, yeah, right. like I don't know if you guys saw. It's going to be Tony living vicariously through Peter. I don't know if yeah. you saw it. But there's a really funny clip of uh, Marissa Tomei on Colbert and uh, on the Late Show, and she, and he holds up a picture of uh, John Romita Aunt May next to yeah. him, yeah. And, <laughs> and says, "This is what Aunt May looks like." And and Marissa Tomei talks about how she offered to yeah. get, get da or get aged, and they said no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I so, saw. That. I heard that too. Yeah, yeah I, I saw that. Well, that's yeah, because that's because they had to have they had to have Aunt May being hit on by Tony Stark, so I that guess. way it'd be cool, hip, and relatable. See, uh, you know, I mean, we have to make you know Aunt May young, so that way. Well, the know, comics are doing that. She's she looks like she's in her late fifties, early sixties now. Ditko, the other thing I, but, Ditko Aunt May was yeah, ninety. But, <laughs> but there was something else I read that the yeah. way that they were – the aim that they were going for was they were kind of treating Aunt May – that they wanted to treat Aunt May less like a like a mother figure and more like it's, she's Peter's older sister. Oh, God no. damn. What? No. Yeah, yeah, I don't know where – Where I, is that source? her May and not Aunt May. Uh, yeah. Now, that I can't, I, I can't, I can't, I, I can't remember. I, um, I, I don't know if that was the IGN behind the scenes wow. things or Collider or, or what have you. I would God have to double check that, but yeah. I read – I was spotted that somewhere, and it's like, oh, God. That all makes sense now. What a beating. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, there's more Spider-Man movies coming from Sony, JR. Talk about this. <sighs> oh, I take that back. That's Ashley's. JR, yeah. you're going to talk about uh, the future of this team-up between Sony and uh, Disney with Spider-Man. Well, once upon a time, Amy <laughs> Pascal had a couple of extra glasses of wine. And, <laughs> <laughs> she, she wandered out in front of a uh, promotion for Spider-Man Homecoming, found a microphone stuck in her face, and just decided to start talking about not much coherent in particular. Um, she seemed a little drunk in that clip. I I don't know if she seemed drunk or if she seemed like maybe she was on some sort of medication, like prescription. Yeah, she medication. seemed very I, tired. I, yeah, I noticed that, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, she, yeah. I wouldn't be getting as much sleep uh, that much sleep if I was watching the stock price plummet the way it has since mm. she, she took over. Considering mm. all she's been through and the fact that she drove the uh, other Spider-Man franchise into the ground, yeah. Ghostbusters was a tremendous failure. The mm. fact yeah. that she lost her job as co-president. And then was you know was bumped down to producer. She may be on some Xanax or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, I guess the gist of what everybody's you know talking about is, you know, she starts off by saying how wonderful the director is, and they've done a really wonderful movie. How unique it is, you know. And then it's all this blah 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 PR shit. And then all of a sudden, she talks about how rare it is for the studios to be working together, and it may never happen again after the sequel. And you know, I think. And some people are extrapolating that to mean that uh, Sony's going to try to jerk away the the rights back from uh, from uh, <laughs> Disney or whatever. And uh, personally, I I can't. I mean, just watching that video, I can't take anything she said with more than a grain of salt. Yeah. She's not in a position right. of power. And, and to be honest, that's really not what she said. I, she just it, it it honestly sounded to me like you know she was saying this is unique. I don't I don't. I never got the impression that she was, you know, saying that Sony's going to try to pull the plug or it's going to end or whatever. She was just talking about how unique it is. And, you know, I mean, who knows if we'll see it again. And, you know, I mean, because I tend to think that now that Disney's got its hooks in, it's like the mob. They ain't getting out. And, you know, you know, no. <laughs> you know also several clickbait sites. Uh, reported the end is near. This team up yeah. last. Oh, dude! The, 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 like like the like comicbook.com and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they all they, of them well, said her quote is it may not happen again, and they rephrased it for a more clickbaity headline that right. it's ending. Yeah, oh, dude! Yeah. The, the half the internet was like going yeah. into full apocalypse mode. Mm-hmm. And like, like apocalypse. I mean, it was like, oh my god, all my yeah. stars and garters, the, the sky is falling. To, to yeah. tie it back to our previous episode, yeah. and I, it was one of those things where I'm just sitting there laughing. It's very, I mean, pitiful. We have a, we we have one of our members of our staff, and anything that any God Almighty, anything that is remotely Spider Man related, he he posts in our little Facebook uh, review group, and mm-hmm. like, yeah. I'm, uh, you know, comicbook.com has made a living mm-hmm. a out, of, lot out of, of clickbait. Money. Oh my god, out yeah. of clickbait. The one, the one of the few responsible bits of articles about that thing came I, that I came across and was doing some research for my own thing was it was from Forbes. 
um, where they basically say, no, relax. That's not what Amy Pascal was saying and stuff <laughs> like that. I mean, but the other thing, too, because they pointed out that Holland is still contracted for six movies. Mm-hmm. And even yeah. if you I mean, because right now he's and, and technically he's already done Civil War. He's already done Homecoming. He's in product Civil uh Avengers Infinity War is in production. I'm not sure if that's still two-parter. He's, so right he's, now, con- he's contracted for three uh, solo movies and then three right. what they call additional films. Yeah, additional films, right. So he's done and one. So, yeah, and done, so, yeah. And the sequel for Homecoming is not going to come out for another two years. So even if the if even if the con if the, whatever this deal with between Marvel and Sony is going to be in, and again this is all contract negotiation stuff, it's still not at the most. It's still got another. It's still got another two years left before you know. So it's not like it's going to be like because I know the reaction where it's like oh my gosh it's immediately ending. Well no 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 it's still it again this is all like negotiation stuff and I'm sure. Um, and I know there were some folks who were thinking about the possibility that, and I know we're going to probably talk about um, the, some of the upcoming stuff they're trying to do with their own um, Sony's own Spider-Man, quote unquote, cinematic universe. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, yeah, we'll talk about that next. Yeah, the theory is that they're that supposedly these are going that Sony brought these out because they're trying to ne- renegotiate the contract with Sony. Like, hey, this is some of the stuff we got coming up. So, but yeah, the, uh, mm-hmm. you, you point out uh, Forbes, uh, another uh, another site that um, that was really even handed in how they uh, they were they were you know were talking about it and reported it and broke it down uh, was a site called uh, SpidermanCrawlspace dot com. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I like that Where, site. Who, where whoever wrote that up uh, took a much more measured approach and said, and said, why is she saying that? I hate Let's that look guy. Look at the possibilities. <laughs> yeah. Who wrote that? Does anybody have that up? Uh, oh, uh, from I, Texas. I What's his name? That was George Berryman. Yeah, yeah, that was you. You wrote it up. I, I, I really that that guy. You know, I, I send him gifts. You know, I, you know, and yet he still he still treats me like like his little brother. I I don't understand. It's with love. I mean, that guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's move on to the other quotes. Other topic, uh, Ashley, you've got this one, more spider movies on the way. Yeah, so as if you couldn't have any more faith in Sony when it comes to um, <laughs> Spider-Man. Um, they're launching their own Spider-Man Marvel Universe, beginning with an, um, a solo, you know, standalone Venom movie. Mm-hmm. And that is well, it's, it's, a, it's a Spider-Man, non-Spider-Man universe. Yeah, weird. Yes, Spider-Man, yeah. Spider-Man universe is not Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Uh, I, I don't want to know how that's going to work. But they're launching with Venom, who's going to be... What is it? Maybe an R-rated it's Venom? Written by, yeah, yeah, it's going to be rated R, so they're kind of trying to model after um, Fox's um, success with Deadpool and Logan. And it's going to be written by Dante Harper, who's doing Alien Covenant, which hasn't even come out yet. And um, that trailer looks pretty good for Alien Covenant. Mm-hmm. Based on Prometheus, oh, I yeah. don't have high hopes. Yeah, Prometheus so, um, kind of a letdown. Yeah, that doesn't give me really any high hopes about how good this is going to be. But it's right. apparently been confirmed for October fifth to um, twenty eighteen. Well, 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 it's been announced. They, yeah. they they they've announced dates for films before that never came uh, out. Yeah. Sinister well, Six, that is yeah. true. Yeah. I will believe this is happening when I see shots from the from from, from like the, the Venom set. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't. I well, can't if it wait. is happening, it's happening it's pretty darn soon. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we're going yeah. to right. get some nuts and bolts in this because oh, yeah. uh, as, as, as I, if, 
as if Venom wasn't enough, we have a couple more movies in the pipeline, Ashley. <laughs> You're just driving that nail in deeper. <laughs> Happy Easter, Ashley. Yeah. What's an, what's another movie Sony's wanting to make? What a friend we have. Black Cat. What did Ashley say? Somebody was Black Cat and Silver Sable. Which apparently back during the the Sony email leaks, they were talking about a female spinoff. Yep. Wait. So you so so you mean that Black Cat so gets a movie and Silver Sable gets a movie? No, they're no, getting a they're team together. up. I I know. I know. I'm I'm, yeah, I'm just, actually saying. As God intended. Yeah. Are they because really teaming think, up? But yes, that's the whole point yeah, of it, right? It's, yeah. a, it's a joint yeah. black cat. So oh, I thought it was two. Think, so I thought it was no. two solos. No, no, no. Nope. You, no. Because when you oh. think black cat, you think silver sable. Oh my lord! I mean, that's... they're both colors, right? Black and silver. Black and silver. Black cat, silver sable movie without Spider Man. Oh, they both have white hair. Yeah, they both have white oh, hair. Oh, just visually, that's animals. Oh, I didn't even. Oh, they are both animals. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's yeah, awful if it's a team-up. Oh, I didn't think about that. I thought yeah. it was two films. Okay. So apparently this one is being written by the um, Chris Yost, who's doing the script for Thorne's <laughs> Rock. Thorne's <laughs> <laughs> favorite right here. You can tell. Uh, they're gonna From the mind that gave you new warriors. <laughs> wow. Which is being built on a, um, Jake a previous script that was written by one of the writers for Westworld, so. Yeah, Lisa Joy. What does Westworld have to do with Black Cat and Silver Sable? I don't know, but I think we're in like a dream. Well, <laughs> no, from yeah. what I've read, Lisa, Lisa Joy wrote the script back when they originally announced they wanted to do a Silver Sable film. Yeah, back, remember back when it was one of the slate of films. Oh, hey, these are all the films we're doing after Amazing Spider-Man 2 that never yep. are going to happen now. Yep. So they're not using that anymore. Amy Pascal had like a girl crush on Lisa Joy. Oh, when you, mm-hmm. when you remember, remember McNulty? We were reading those emails. Yeah, that we did a podcast episode where yeah. they did the whole about the Silver Sable movie. That's it, what the parents like. Oh my god! That, I, Amy yeah, Pascal, supposedly I have, that's to, get, this is gonna I have to get Lisa Joy writing something. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So the, the, big, the, the biggest Black Cat that, fan so. I know is not excited. I felt an icy chill. This seems so my the, heart like someone walked over my grave. This seems to be a theme. The biggest clones fan is disappointed. The biggest goblin fan is disappointed. Now the biggest cat black cat black black cat fan is disappointed. Cat black. Hey, Ashley, welcome. Our, my world, welcome to it. So uh, Jr. just joined, <laughs> and, and, uh, the, and the biggest Degron fan is sitting back going. I think I'm safe. <laughs> I don't well, know, dude. <laughs> well, I'll tell you who probably is happy is Ari Arad because he's been trying to get a Venom solo movie for <laughs> years now, and he's and he's closer Since now to 19, getting his dream. Yes, what, what? There was yeah. Stegron news. What was? Uh, he's in a book that I told George about. What? What book is he coming back in? Uh, shit, I don't know. Oh, what? The... Oh, what was it? All right. Uh, while while Brad's looking up, what finding okay. out what book? This oh, he's is. coming. I, in, gonna... He's coming up in the Venom book, Brad. Oh, that's Venom right. 150... That's yeah. Venom one fifty one. He's going to be in who's Venom. Ri- who's writing it? Oh, uh, uh, that would be Mike Costa. Yeah. It's... Ah. Okay. Going to pick it up, George. <laughs> like with Venom, it has a better chance of succeeding because all it has to do is be better than Topher Grace. Yeah, oh, I like Topher. If they do no, that, no, then it's no. a success. I like and at Topher. Least some. I'm... Ironically, today I was chain watching that '70s show. Oh yeah, <laughs> on Netflix. Real quick, mm. uh, a, a news item that we oh. didn't have on the rundown uh, that's been announced uh, recently: uh, Shamik Moore has been cast as Miles Morales in the animated Spider-Man movie. 
Uh, he was in that Netflix show, The Get Down, and also Tyler Perry's House of Pain. And if you go to the front page of uh, Spider-Man Crawl Space, I've got a couple clips up there of uh, what what he sounds like, if you're not familiar with the actor. Right. And I like it. Di- I like it. I like his voice. I think it's... In it full disclosure, in yeah. full disclosure, my mother and I bond over this. We love the shit out of those Medea movies. Oh, really? <laughs> that's funny. We, you, if you there's a Medea him? marathon on TV, I will drive to my mom's house. Oh, that's funny. And my mom and I will sit on the couch and we'll just watch Medea movie <laughs> after movie. Are, are you familiar with this actor from the uh, Tyler Prayer movies? No. Okay. You don't recognize him? All right. Uh, that's the news. Uh, that, I, okay. I, I think that's I was a gonna, ra- I was, Go ahead, Zach. I was going to make a really big comment. This is going to dovetail off what George was saying. Um, look, Sony's for sale. It's no secret that they are in financial trouble. And to me, all these movie announcements and saying that we've got script writers and everything like that involved, first of uh, just reeks of, okay, we've got to get something in development. We've got to sit there and look at show our shareholders that we actually are trying to. We have to uh, look like we're doing something. Yeah, yeah, because I had a very similar situation with the current player I'm with where they were going around getting as many contracts as possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, using that as a as a as a dangling piece of meat for a, for a company to for come in and merge, yeah, for a buyer because they were trading it like seven bucks a share. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what happened. And then when they finally got a hold of of said uh, contracts, and they started realizing, oh my gosh, this is not going to make any money. And that's exactly what really is probably going to end up happening with these with these really horrible idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for spinoff movies, I, I, I'll say it now. I don't see that Black Cat Silver Sable team up movie happening. I real really quick, don't. Real quick, let's Nothing take a poll. Real quick, let's take a poll of everybody on the podcast right now. Who believes that any of these three or any of these two that Venom or Silver Sable and Black Cat will actually get made? If, I, I think yes Venom. No. I think Venom. Yes, Silver Sable. No, Venom possibly. No. But again, you still need you still need Spider Man involved with Venom. Venom. Jr., yeah. what do you think? I think I believe the in- only. The closest we get is that Venom may have a script. I think that's the closest we have see uh, of any of these have to see in the light of day. Yeah. Ashley, what do you think? I believe in hoping for the best, but preparing for the worst. I don't. Th- I don't think we'll ever see any, the light of day from any three of these. From any two of these, pardon me. Uh, I, I, well, I, I don't know. This to me is fifty fifty because remember we've had a there's been there's been a Catwoman movie with without Batman in it. So. Yeah, and we all saw how, we all saw and we how all know how that worked. Yeah, but I know. Yeah, but, <laughs> like Ashley's gonna start sobbing. But you never know because I mean, the guy with the guy in charge of Sony now. I mean, this is you know, what's his name? He's not. I mean, the guy that we get the X Men. No, the guy. Yeah, the guy. The, the guy who was in charge of the X Men franchise over at Fox since he's running Sony now. Um, so we know who knows what we're going to get. Also, remember, this is the same studio that gave us Ghost, the Ghostbusters reboot. <laughs> so You know, I watched that recently. It 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 could have been a lot worse, is the best yeah. review. It wasn't horrible, <laughs> but man, it, it was straight up average. Straight up I mean, average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let, me inject, let me inject two things yeah. real quick. Uh, since we since we brought up uh, Avi Arid, uh, Avi Arid also produced Ghost in the Shell recently, mm-hmm. yeah. which is, from what I understood, had disappointed at the box office. I actually went and saw that. What'd mm-hmm. you think? Uh-huh. I, I I have never <laughs> read that. What is that? A comic or an anime? It's, an it's, an it's, an it's a manga. Uh, yeah, I've yeah. never read the source material. Okay, it is not a perfect film, but I had fun. 
and I enjoy oh, yeah, it. Yeah. And I, I visually, really? it is compelling, and I really like Scarlett Johansson. Of course, I'm I'm genetically engineered to really like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah, right. But I, <laughs> I enjoyed it? it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, so, so, so that number that's my first point. Number two, since we brought it up even earlier, mm-hmm. Logan. Lo- that Logan. Oh, that Logan movie oh, was amazing. Yeah. Oh, Son. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Jr., did you see that? Yes. What'd you think? What'd you man? think? I thought it was a good movie. It uh, really uh, it t- did a number on Spencer. Uh, that's oh, for bet. sure. Yeah. He uh, for when we we know when uh, Hugh, Hugh uh, spoiler for him Hugh Jackman as Wolverine has been like his entire life. Yeah. You know. So uh, you know. So he got a little bit emotional there when at, at wow. the very end, and and I said, well, I said now you know what I felt like in 1982. But uh, <laughs> so oh, Spock. no, it was did really you feel good like it was a fitting movie. end though. I, I yeah I did yeah I know I did. Yeah, yeah I think so I think it was it was kind of like it was uh, it, it was a de- definitely a momentous in ending but uh, yeah I thought when, it was a good movie she, overall dude when she yelled daddy I about oh, lost dude, my uh, crap yeah, in I theater I know this movie made uh, me give a shit about X twenty three all of a sudden yeah oh, well, yeah she was it, badass it, if if this wasn't a superhero mm-hmm. film I would I definitely would see Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart getting some Oscar nominations or at yeah. least serious consideration. Oh yeah. Both of them but, they prob- but they probably but they probably they should. Well, they we, we don't we don't forget though uh, uh Heath Ledger they got he got That's because he, he died. Died. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It helps yeah. to kind of die. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, honestly I wish honestly I wish Heath Ledger had lived because he didn't deserve an Academy Award for that. Um, <laughs> no, no, no! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, he admi- hey, whoa! Stop! No, he admitted in an interview that, that they gave him a ton of books about the Joker to read, and he was like, "No, too long, didn't read, can't, can't be bothered with this." And that all he did was mimic Malcolm McDowell in A Clockwork Orange. Wow. Fuck that! <laughs> wow! All right. So, uh, actually, getting back to Spider News, well, Ashley uh, didn't say what she thought about Logan. Okay. Huh? Yeah, I, I loved it. Yeah, it was. It's very hard to get me to cry during the, in the theater during a movie. But no, yeah, I I needed some tissue at the end. Uh, we were talking about Venom a little bit ago, Zach. Uh, there's a <laughs> there's a crossover called Edge of the Venomverse. Oh, so Marvel's House of Ideas consists of let's put things on covers for variants and then try to develop stories based off of those said variants. Uh, That's what happened here. Gwenpool. Yeah, Gwenpool. See, see, uh, see, Spider Gwen. See. Now, Edge of Venomverse. Mm-hmm. They can't even use like uh, an original title. No, we have to like dovetail off of Spider Verse. Yeah. So, what's this one and about? So, basically, there's a bunch of. It's Planet of the Symbiotes Part Three. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if, if you don't remember what Planet of the Symbiotes was like, uh, it was full of ass. All all the and annuals. Wait a minute. Ex- what was Part Two? Was that that one issuing uh, Guardians or those that that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guardians. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was number two. Now this is pl- number three. So, Planet of the Symbiotes, uh, a bunch of a bunch of symbiotes decide to invade the uh, the web of uh, the Loom world and are going to start taking over. Also, we're taking plots from uh, mobile games and now applying it to comic books because that's the exact same plot mm. as the. I thought on the Planet Spider-Man of the Symbiotes Atlantic. that we that we saw in Guardians, they were all benevolent and peaceful, and they were. They, so they, now they they're were. just attacking Loom world because reasons. Yeah, because reasons. Okay. The, the cover art that we've got it looks like we've got a Ghost Rider Venom, a Deadpool Venom, a Wolverine, X-23. Because you a, demanded it, folks. And mm-hmm. an Iron Man v- Venom. Probably really, all of which all of which were the variant covers. This really brings home the whole Back to Basics thing that we've been hearing about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. Right? A- anybody excited yeah. for this one? 
it's yeah. I <laughs> guess they think it's I <laughs> guess Mike's trying. To, I'm trying to I'm struggling yeah. here to come up with something positive for it. Um, aside from uh, the artwork or which it looks like cover thing, but then you find out oh they're they're. They're symbiote versions from parallel dimensions, so it's like Spider Verse. So God great, damn. so great. We're gonna have like a bunch of guys that are venomized versions of characters, and no one's gonna be have any you know depth to them or anything. It's the only like, way, oh. the only way that could be worse is if they were clones of symbiotes. Oh, there we go. <laughs> well, uh, I tell you right now, uh, when when well, they were planning on uh, Age of Ultron breaking, you know, the Marvel timeline, um, they, this is what they imagined. Uh huh. Wow. Oh, I remember, like Bendis was like, "There's going to be, there's going to be seismic feelings throughout the entire, entire Marvel universe, and uh, so therefore, very nice comic we're going book guy. To, wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We're going to see, we're going to see all this stuff happen. Yep. That's, <laughs> That's funny. All uh, right. It's like a parody. This looks like a parody cover. Edge of the Venomverse. I mean, if mm-hmm. I, if without the the story, if you'd shown me this, I would have thought that that was a fan art or or something. That it couldn't be real. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it looks like something that came from Deviant Art. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the uh, the Venom solo book will also be published at the same time this is. Or Actually, the, yes. It's oh, supposedly it tying into this. Oh, so there'll be what two they're... Venom books that month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whew. Because right. you demanded it, double the venom. Wow! Yep. Wow! Okay, um, let's see, George. Uh, Why <laughs> it seems like Dan Slott was asked on uh, CBR. Oh, here we go. If the spider marriage would ever come back? And, yeah, Brad, Brad's sl- uh, stalking Slot on CBR again. Well, for reasons. I, actually, I replied to Slot on this a little bit. I, I was in this thread, but talk, he. he uh, go ahead, George. Just tell me what happened. All right. So, so Bleeding Cool uh, reported this, and they gathered the uh, the the slot side of the exchange. And I guess it took place over I don't know, like so, a CBR, couple of days or maybe yeah. three days or something like that. Yeah, it's been going actually for quite a few weeks. Okay, that's so, that thread's been up for a while. So basically, <laughs> if you ever wanted to see what a tantrum from a grown man looked like, <laughs> this is a textbook study. Yeah. Uh, this this entire response is. Is is just petty. It, it is like a just one big, ongoing petulant tantrum, mm-hmm. and and, and I, I totaled this up. I put it in a word doc. Uh, it is nineteen. It is, is nineteen hundred and thirty one words long, which is which is twice the dialogue you would get in a ten dollars <laughs> Spider Man comic, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, or thereabouts. Oh, uh, Fifteen uses of the word never. <laughs> 28 uses of ever. Oh, this is great. Five uses of never, ever, or never, ever, ever. Was Taylor Swift playing at the, at the time he was writing this? Oh, man. Thing? And, and over 50 infractions of the caps lock key. <laughs> uh, which, which you've come to expect for slot. Oh, man. Um, I, I've highlighted some things here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll, I'll read them off to you. Uh, if you hear my voice go from this to this, it's because he's using caps lock. Got it. Got it. And you're quoting Mr. Leave Slot. Leave all you want. It ain't happening. I've told people this for nine years. You will not see the marriage restored in the core continuity ever. It's far more likely you'd see a line-wide reboot that resets Spider-Man to high school than the marriage be restored. And that is never going to happen either. I'm sure I'll be here next year telling you the same thing. It ain't happening, sorry, ever. It's It's not a question of current writers or current editorial. Marvel wants it to stay undone. Could the characters? 
come back together in the court continuity and relationship that's not a marriage? Sure. But the marriage is never being officially restored. This isn't a let's argue about it or let's debate it. This is fact. This is in stone. This is a done deal. There's no administration in the near or distant future that will ever reinstate the marriage, the core continuity version of Spider-Man ever again. <coughs> it's, like so you're having a, it's like you're having a fight in grade school. Yeah. Uh, he, he reiterates the fact that basically we should all kiss his feet for Renew Your Vows. Mm. Uh, and that we're apparently to him, I guess we're not grateful enough that renew your vows happened because you know she, he points out a couple of times, hey, you know, without me you wouldn't have any damn renew your vows. Not not word for word, but they, that's the tone that you get. Oh, uh, that's, um, that's, yeah. More more from slot. It's not happening ever. It's never ever going to happen. There is more going on than just people willing or wanting to write uh, for that setup. There's no person, no matter how passionately they cared about the pro OMD setup. Who could ever make it through all the steps and paces to get a position or editorial power and be given the reins of the spider unit who would ever be allowed to put this back into play? There is no lottery ticket big enough that anyone <laughs> could win it by Marvel and make this status quo happen. It's never, ever, ever coming about. <laughs> no matter how much you want it, it ain't happening. There is no possible path to this. Uh, it was in some magic occurrence of these guys want to undo it. Everyone in power was working on how to undo it. Not that long into the marriage. Oh, so much uh, he, he, he rambles mm -hmm. like this. Like I said, this is over 1,900 words long. Mm -hmm. There was even a um, point where he says, like, even if J.K. Rowling was brought on yeah. board as Spider-Man, that she couldn't do it. That she couldn't yeah, do and, and immediately in my head, I'm thinking, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I'm thinking if J.K. Rowling went to Marvel and said, "Hey, that Amazing Spider-Man's nice. I sure would like to write that." Marvel would be like, "Well, need, need some more cowbell and marriage." Yeah, you know. Suddenly, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I mean, it was just this big rambling thing. He said it's not happening. He kept saying, "Never, ever, ever." You know, I guess to try to beat the point home, and it really yeah. is just. I, so if you're a Marvel PR person, yeah, reading this, you have to be face palming and just hiding your head in your hands and saying, yeah. "God, why, why did we let him talk? Right. <laughs> why, why is he so condescending and uh, so adamant of his that this is never happening again? When he because cannot, we're still talking cannot, about this ten years after it happened, and instead you, of you said you said that in past podcasts, they, Marvel expected this <clears> thing to maybe brush under the rug in a year or two. And we're we're coming up on nearly ten. Tom mm -hmm. Rivard said what Tom Rivard said was that he expected all this to to or people to stop complaining about it within I think three to five years. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Here we are, yeah. year ten, and now Marvel's had to give us a book in which they're married. Yeah. Um, just because it's that it's that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. So meanwhile, where you have DC, and you know I and I've said some very negative things about DC, and rightfully so. DC mm -hmm. has done some stupid shit, mm -hmm. but at least give DC credit for recognizing that they did some stupid shit, yeah. admitting they did some stupid shit, and saying, oh, hey, here's the cool shit that you liked. We're giving that back to you. Mm -hmm. One of the books I bought, and this is the first time in a long time I bought a Spider-Man book or a Superman book. I bought Action Comics number, what is that, 976, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 976. Uh, this month, uh, because Bailey. Bailey said, dude, this was really good. You sh people should check this out. And you know, I, I know Mike Bailey. You know, I know him to be a man of his word. Mm -hmm. Mike Bailey puts this out there. I go buy it. Sure enough, there is the Clark and Lois marriage and the Clark and Lois continuity from before, what, uh, that new 52? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
yep. coming back and being restored. And and I'm looking at this, and I'm like, this this is DC saying, yeah, we we effed up. Mm-hmm. Sorry, here's this thing that you liked and we didn't care about. Here's this thing back because we what you want actually matters to us. To Marvel, we'll want what they tell us to want. Yeah, Marvel is the North Korea of comic books. Jeez, <laughs> oh, oh, wow. wow, wow, wow! You'll get your daily ration and you'll like it because without us, you wouldn't have any goddamn Spider-Man. Slot's Slot's attitude here. Hey, you know, basically, you need to kiss my feet because I got renew your. You don't understand what I had to do to get renew your vows through for you. Yeah. And I'm like, and, it, and he also he also talks about how how in Spider-Man Deadpool, how Mephisto has been showing up, and he says, "How do you think Joe Kelly came up with that, or something like that?" Or I I, I helped implement that a little bit. He said that in the thread. Oh, really? I did. That. I did. It makes me wonder why they let Joe Kelly do that because he's done it. Well, it's been consistent now, hasn't it? Yeah, it's 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 yeah. almost like a, it's an ongoing thing to that entire series mm-hmm. that that Mephisto's kind of behind the scenes, kind of yeah. manipulating events about so, behind Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. First of Why all, should that be if 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 one, if one more time even even deleted Mephisto out of the entire thing? Remember? Well, that, I got a point about that. One, well, one more moment in time did. Ah, but you see, here's the thing: if there was if if there was if the deal with Mephisto, if there was no deal, that means whatever side deal Mary Jane made with Mephisto doesn't count either. So he's Mephisto's now free to mess with Peter. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. And and, and Slot also has been quoted that uh, uh, the marriage seems like a been there, done that. Yeah, from the same guy that just did a huge yeah. arc on clones. I, I even yeah. I even commented <laughs> yeah, on that exactly. on that thread. Anyway, yeah. it, the condes- condensation—it's uh, just. I the mean, condensation. Not, not, condensation. I mean, it's wet. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy Con- teaches young people. Uh, the, That's uh, horrifying. The, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The con- condescension. Uh, condescension. Condescension. It is nearly one a.m. Raise your hand if you read or formally I, read I don't. for a living. That joke doesn't work anymore. <laughs> um. Anyway, what, this is not how you treat a buying public that just spent ten dollars on your comic, is it? No, this is this is how you treat peasants yeah. who don't appreciate the gifts that you've given them. Yes, literally. This is. This, I mean, this is this is an an, an ego thing. This is because he even brings it up. You guys don't understand what I had to do to get you guys renew your vows. Just be yeah. happy with your gruel. Yeah. <laughs> It's you know, just, I mean, this is very. This is this is this is France before the revolution, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jr. Jr. Any thoughts on this? And that's, that's what Mister Slot's been talking about with the marriage. Well, first of all, I think I made the right decision to abdicate from this particular topic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for, I think the reasons have demonstrated themselves quite uh, readily. Yeah. You know, here's here's my question. I mean, one, Dan, uh, Dan, who you know, I don't see Dan Slot as having any kind of authority, uh, you know, to be so boldly making these statements. But but I guess conversely is. You know what? The, you know the answer the guy is going to give you. Why do you keep bringing it up? You know, it's like somebody out there thinks that I'll ask Dan Slot this, and he'll <laughs> and he'll slip up, and I'll have a scoop. Or it's like, no, you're going to get this kind of bullshit when you ask. And it's like, so why do you keep doing it? Just it's like, uh, it, it's like the same kind of people that want to write Steve Ditko a letter that like uh, thousands of other people have written him and get a, and get a, <laughs> thinking he'll get a different response. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I mean, I, I mean honest, honestly, it's, it's one of those situations where I, I like, it, you know, we have certain members of our of our staff 
mm-hmm. or not of our staff, or, or of our forums that go over there and they antagonize with a slot. It's like, at what at what point do you do you just no? It's just a, it's just message board members. Yeah, and it's you funny know, because just, slot slot will attack cross base because well, we we saw that yesterday. That are, people that are on our message boards, if it's somebody who posts on our boards, right. again, just a poster, just a forum poster, a forum member. Right. If it's somebody that posts on our boards, and then it's somebody that posts at CBR, they're automatically all just under the crawl space umbrella. He calls that crawl space. Now, if, if it was just somebody at CBR who was messing with him who didn't post at crawl space, would that person, just, would that person be, quote-unquote, CBR? No. He, he has blamed shit on us for, for things that – like we had four members who would – I think one of them that was, uh, did something on the Wikipedia page. Yes. What, uh, and, former, uh, no. Yeah, he was yeah, a band he, member. He, yeah, he, he's, he's been banned, banned and he was a forum but, poster. And, once we and then fa- somebody else said no. something uh, for, he from actually, sports. From he actually appeared on the, podca- uh, on the podcast in the Colin show too. Yeah, on the on the message boards, we had somebody say something on their live journal and and slot bitching about that, and we're like, dude, yeah. we can't control what people say on their live journals. Yeah, yeah, so we're supposed to police him but based that's off all space, quote unquote. The, uh, it's the the line that you said the other day, George, what was it about rent? Uh, I don't know. We we, we, we live, live rent free. free in his brain. Oh, we, yeah, basically, Crossface lives rent free in this dude's head. Yeah, I just thought that was a great, great line. That's every, really funny. We we are the red scare for this guy. Every, behind every bush, Crossface person. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts from his dresser? It's yeah. the Crossface. Any, any any other thoughts about this marriage is never coming back? In comics, you should never say never. Never say never, mm-hmm. man. There, there should, who knows that? There should, uh, we've seen so many things now that we thought were absolutes that are no longer absolutes. So true. I don't know. Bucky being dead. Yeah. yeah. Bucky's never coming. That used to be the thing. Bucky, Gwen Stacy, and Uncle Ben were all three always going to be dead. Yep. 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 People used to say that all the time. People can come back after dying, but he can't get his marriage back. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah. let's see the the retailer summit, Mike. This was quite oh. quite the controversy. This was, this was quite a- this was quite the firestorm, actually. Oh, I mean, man. normally we, you would think you would think that retailer summits would not be this Oof. this entertaining, uh, but apparently. Um, during I guess uh, during one of the um, during the re- during one of this retailer summit uh, was given by one of the speakers there was Marvel senior vice president of sales and marketing David Gabriel, mm-hmm. and after he gave gave this little talk with the retailers and there was some back and forth ICV ICV two which normally uh, prints up like you know comic news and also keeps track of sales stuff and everything they did a um, little bit kind of and. Uh, they basically did a little kind of meeting. Oh, and I think editor chief Alex Alonso was there, and so quite a few things got said at um, oh, that yeah. they kind of mentioned stuff. Like, for instance, um, oh, uh, did he uh, uh, basically saying the how that um, artists being late on uh, that artists who don't don't uh, move the needle on sales anymore, or that they never did. There's a there's a there's kind of a there's um I think Eric Larson a had a good comment about that how that's yeah, why there's lack why, of talent that thing. led to image <laughs> yeah led to image and stuff yeah. yep and then you got the fact then they got other stuff about how um what was another thing oh yeah will um ten dollar books we'll go with the numbers any day basically so you, mm-hmm. so basically saying how that the ten dollar books like Spider Man thing will um basically go you know get priced and everything to tra- how it triples sales and stuff yeah but 
The big brouhaha Mm -hmm. was the quote about when it came to when he was asked a question of that about how what seems like it seems like tastes have changed in the buying public because stuff you did in the past wasn't working the same way. And then so um, he says, well, why do those he was asked, why do those tastes change? He says, well, and then so this is David Gabriel's response, and I'm going to read the whole thing. I don't know if that's a question for me. I think that's a better question for retailers who are seeing all publishers. What we heard was that people didn't want any more diversity. <clears throat> they didn't want female characters out there. That's what we heard. Whether we believe that or not, I don't know that's, that's really true, but that's what we saw in sales. We saw the sales of any character that was diverse. Any character that was new, our female characters, anything that was not a core Marvel character, people were turning their nose up against. That was difficult for us because we had a lot of fresh, new, exciting ideas that we were trying to get out and nothing new really worked. It was the old things coming back in that time period. Three books in particular, Spider-Man Renew Your Vows that had Spider-Man Mary Jane married that worked, the Venom book worked, and the Thanos book worked. You can make take what you want out of who might be enjoying these three books, but there is def- but it is definitely a specific type of comic book reader, comic book collector that really like those series. Now, mm-hmm. of course, that diversity comment yep. and about how that they didn't people didn't want female characters that went everywhere. That blew the internet everywhere. Up like nobody's buried. It it for for people who felt like uh, liberals and conservatives, they need to kind of you know how to learn to. Uh, sing Kuba. They learned how to sing Kubaya over this this one issue because both mm-hmm. sides um, were very <clears throat> livid when he when he when he mentioned this thing about oh how pe- you know that people don't want diverse characters I, and stuff. I so, just googled Marvel diversity and yeah. the top pa- pages: Vox, the Mary mm-hmm. Nerdist, Slate, The Guardian, Breitbart, Variety, CNBC. Mm-hmm. All these picked up that quote. Oh yeah, and if you see, and, it's, and especially if you go to the U, uh, YouTube stuff. I mean, this was a topic on every single comic book. <coughs> New York Times, NPR yeah. picked it up. Yep, Woof. it went. Yeah, and it, and and think and a lot of it got spread uh, thanks to uh, Breathing Cool's uh, Jew Terror, probably the best. guy. Breathing right. Cool did seventeen thousand articles about this. <laughs> they milked yeah. it. Yeah. All it, it was worth. Yeah. Oh yeah, they rang but, it. But in, but yeah, essentially though, I mean, it was. But he, but it was one of those things where this was this became a genuine PR disaster for Marvel, Big. and in some ways, I think deservedly so because obviously, I'm sure David Gabriel got a big talking to after he basically opened his mouth, inserted both feet into it um, because. Yeah, so because this is the kind of thing that Marvel definitely was did not want, and I can kind of see why they were, you know, but it led to Mark Wade deleting his Twitter account after (laughs) he piped off about Jew terror. Oh, I know. Wants to punch him in the face. Maybe she get punched in the face. face. Yep. Yeah. Well, that was the last dick move he made on Twitter. Yeah, I think Wade is still gone from Twitter. And it was funny because I was looking at that on Twitter, and people were like, "Well, fans chase Mark Wade off Twitter," and I'm like, "That is exactly not what (laughs) what happened." No. In any way, shape, or form, Mark Wade spout off yeah. without thinking, got called on it by a lot of people. Because mm-hmm. we live yeah. in a glass culture now. You can't say shit like that. Mm-hmm. And not, mm-hmm. not in glass culture, so, everybody's going to be offended by everything. So to Mark break it, it to himself. So break it down. What, what did 
the retailers are upset about uh, low sales. Yes. What What is causing the low sales? Well, the, yeah. well, according to well, according to them, and apparently, I guess if you read more or thing, they're saying that all those all the stuff the stuff that Marvel did over the past year, couple of years and stuff, where they basically started uh, Leg- putting the in legacy characters. Like, yeah, the legacy characters. It's stuff. been it's going on for six years, guys. Yeah. I mean, this started yeah. with Miles Morales, and, and yeah. it just it morphed from there. It yeah, is very, but, Marvel and DC are two different casts when it comes to legacy characters. In DC, mm-hmm. you can pull it off with the drop of a dime. In Marvel, it is much, much harder. And when you try yeah. to do it to make it look like it's pandering to somebody, mm-hmm. and then and then you fill and then you follow it up with terrible stories. Yeah, yeah. Of well, course, people di- aren't going to buy that. Well, the difference between DC when, with their legacy char- with their legacy characters and stuff and everything, they still respect the classic characters that that they that. Characters. There's a Marvel, there's a reverence for those characters. That ab- absolutely, Marvel. with Marvel, there's just was just there's just been the sense that the that the kind of their the characters that they build their comic their comic book universe on have been been are being systematically undermined and degraded yeah. and stuff in favor for, of these new legacy for, guys. For instance, and, the Wolverine is dead, <clears throat> and X twenty three. Who I like her book actually, all new Wolverine. But there's no Wolverine. Well, he's old man Wolverine. With the Hulk, yeah. they killed off the Hulk and replaced it with totally awesome Hulk, which that book yeah. is bad. Yeah, but uh, not only that, but how many Hulks do we have? Well, the the Bagley and Way. No, it was uh, Duggar Dugan who mm-hmm. writes Deadpool. Yeah, he went around and took the Hulk powers away from a lot of yeah. that storyline. How many Spider Men do we have? Yeah, we, we got, got a lot oh, yeah. of Spider-Man. How oh, many Captain yeah. Americas do we have? Yeah. Well, we got. Well, that's Two. the other thing. That's yeah. the other thing too with making Captain America into a uh, into a and basically a Nazi. Villain. And I and yes, I know they're trying to say that. Oh, Hydra's not really Nazi. Well, yeah, it kind of is. Okay, I mean, yeah. Yeah. were your stand-ins for Nazis in the actual <laughs> the, Marvel the problem, Cinematic Universe. Like, yeah, exactly. I, I agree what you're saying, George and, and and Mike about how the the originals are being tossed. In mm-hmm. favor of the replacements, right? And no one wants to read about a clone. No offense, <laughs> mm-hmm. but they tried Thanks, this buddy. in the '90s. And remember, yeah. we said a couple of episodes ago, it's like we're yeah. it's like we're back in the '90s. Oh, yeah. Thunderstrike, mm-hmm. U.S. agent. Yes, yeah. Well, and that's why the War Machine. And yeah. that's why they're trying to come out with this generations thing, where they're trying to be, oh, here's the classic characters coming back alongside yeah. the new guys, and so we see yeah. we're still respecting them. But yeah, they wouldn't even be in that position if they hadn't got into the mess that they were in. I think that's right. the, that's the main thing the retailers were calling about. It's but not he, that the reta- it's not that the retailers didn't want you know, and people don't want diverse characters. It's that it's the way you're treating your exactly. current cast off. Marvel yeah. fans have been enjoying diverse characters since since Marvel started. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, when that, I was a kid, I was enjoying Luke Cage, and I was enjoying T'Challa. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, uh, you they know, they were new. 80s, they were new like, characters as opposed yeah, to maybe, legacy exactly. characters. Maybe we would like Kara Danvers if you didn't treat her like into like into in sort of a goose stepping like oh like what you did what they did with Civil War two nine yeah, yeah nine uh, mm-hmm. but. The, but uh, yeah, and this is just it's just one of these things where it's just that, that they're trying it seems like what David Gabriel was kind of almost I think what people got really upset about is it's one of these things where it felt like he's blaming the customer mm-hmm. for their their own failures. And, and here's a here's Which, a problem that I can understand from both sides. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's near impossible to launch a new book with a new character. 
mm-hmm. it's much easier to launch a new book with a new character that has an old name. For instance, That's true. for instance, that um, if we really want to get technical, the new Bendis Iron Man book should be called Iron Heart. Yep. That's, that's the character's name. She's not mm-hmm. called Iron Man. She, she's mm-hmm. a woman. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. and launching an Iron Heart book would fail. Mm-hmm. It really would. Well, they, here's why it fails, Brad. Yeah. Because <clears throat> remember, in the 80s, we used mm-hmm. to get new characters all the time. Or, or in the 80s and 90s, you know, mm-hmm. we get new characters. Hell, if you were in the 90s and you walked through a panel in the background of oh, an yeah. X Men comic, you got your own six issue limited series. Maverick. <laughs> Uh, uh, Matt, night, yeah. night watch but here's <laughs> here's the thing though yeah today when comic books cost four to how you know five dollars four to ten dollars four to ten or ten dollars you know what yeah. i mean when, when they cost that much money yep and you already have more how many marvel books glut the shelves oh my gosh it's as bad you as know the 90s I mean? there's so many on the shelf suddenly that's why People aren't going to risk something on a new character. They'll buy the number one issue or the mm-hmm. variant or whatever the hell. Yeah. But you know, just because it's they think it's going to be worth something someday. Spoilers: It's not because all, we're we're leading back up to exactly what we had in the nineties, where we mm-hmm. we have another instance where yeah. the you know the, the there's also is a, speculation a, mark. There isn't a patience or a natural buildup to enjoy a character to launch a book. Well, like, not when you're having to pay five bucks I for know, it, along with trying to follow other titles. Well, I mean, the well, the Thor book is really good by Aaron. I like that a lot. But uh, it, it some it needs to be a natural continuation. Like, say, you introduce Ironheart in the the Iron Man books, or Roddy is an example, and and uh, the Falcon is an example of launching that book. Mm-hmm. But when and they're hidden in a market filled with Sum Sum issues mm-hmm. on the yeah. shelf, they're just well, hidden. But I, but I do find it interesting how he how this other part of the comment was the fact that it the, the, the three books he cited was about the what the you know renew your vows and ven, and venom yeah. and you know that like hmm maybe the reason why the renew your vows stuff is successful is maybe there's an audience out there a good size that wants to actually see you know. Spider-Man and Mary Jane together, kind of yeah. thing. So, I mean, but that's, that's what they know, and that's what a lot of people they, grew up on. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, Venom, I can kind of understand. And they, Thanos, well, that's a no-brainer. He's going to be the main villain in yeah. the in the uh, sin, in the movies coming up. But um, again, it's just like, but yeah, you can kind of just kind of get this idea but, that there's just that with this retailer summit thing, it just feels like, you know, you get the yeah. sense that to me, it's just more like they feel like, oh, we're just kind of, oh. It, Blaming the fans. Oh, and the other thing they tried. There was another comment about how they saying that um, they how uh, they, that Marvel can't put out cheaper collection collector collections because um, apparently the uh, when it talks about the pricing of graphic novels and stuff like about how they they um, how essentially said you know how they like that you know the cheaper the cheaper you know inverses that you know. It says there's one point where he says now we're now in a fix because if you want to have like a three thirty four ninety nine in humans collection out there as well as a nineteen ninety nine one nine one to me that's going to cause a lot of problems apparently so it almost sounds like he's trying to advocate for like oh buy the more expensive books versus the of course you know. yeah. We haven't heard from Ashley in any of this Ashley yeah. is uh, uh, one of the, you uh, know. <laughs> I'm sorry to be quiet I just pretty much everything y'all are saying I am right on board with um, mm-hmm. I know I expressed. Uh, when we were first discussing this on our Facebook page, um, what I'd said was, you know, I 
I think it's really disgusting that they're trying to use false accusations of misogyny and um, a lack of acceptance of diversity in comics to cover up their bad writing and the bad mis- the poor choices they've made in the directions mm-hmm. that they've taken the comics in. And it's just they're pretty much refusing to acknowledge any of their own agency in this whole um Yes. <clears throat> how everything's unfolded. Yeah. Cuz actually you want to blame women and minorities, so. You're you're somebody who who when you first came to the podcast, I remember this. You said right off the bat one of the first things that you liked was that was that new Miss Marvel book. Mhm. I with, have really uh, with uh what's your name? With uh, Kamala? G- with who? No. Kamala. Kamala? Yeah. 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 That you really liked that. Mm-hmm. So you're, then, you're a textbook um, case of, of how you're 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 a you're a uh, customer that is not that is not disinterested in in diversity. Yeah, and you know what killed Ms. Marvel? The events. Mm-hmm. She was, her book That's, was finally starting to go some more. She had a really great, strong first arc. She gets, and then they tried tying yeah. her into events and it, all the Inhumans events, right? And the Inhuman stuff, and then now yeah. she's part of the. All new, all different Avengers. Don't even get me started on and, how awful that title is and how condescending and demeaning that is. Yeah. Um, By Mark Wade. That's a dick move. God. And we had, it, we, had, we had at the same retailer summit Marvel admitting that, okay, maybe there's event fatigue. Yeah. So yeah. like, we get it, there's event fatigue. Their, every time they introduce new characters, they don't give a chance, get a chance to grow on their own because they're nope. tied into these bloated events that no one really cares about and they don't have the chance to develop their own stories and develop their exactly. own characters in you guys you guys remember my, my criticism for, of uh, Kong Conspiracy about how it had just too much unnecessary BS that was going along with it mm-hmm. you could you can make that same criticism for Marvel in general yeah. mm-hmm. it, you, you, they need to stri- the, the, uh, when they talk about back to basics it means that they need to start stripping titles they need to start yep. they need to they do- really they really do if they want to be able to launch <clears> successful, <throat> other successful characters or other they need to mm-hmm. pare down how much they're, how yeah. many books are out there. Uh, we and you, and when you cut it you when, cut it down to 36 books and i think you or 52 or something like that. Yeah. No, no, no. I, the, uh, I, I, you know, when Quesada got on board in the early 2000s, he trimmed the X-Men line. He mm-hmm. he killed John Byrne's title. He killed uh, Generation X. He killed X-Man. He killed a lot oh, dude, of them. And, and, and Byrne never never forgave him for that. Oh, yeah. Byrne never, mm-hmm. has never come back since then. Well, what, yeah. you know what? Uh, the ironic thing about uh, Clone Conspiracy, because there's another part of, part of this summit he also said when he's asked a question about miniseries – and yeah. Gabriel and David Gabriel says, "Oh, he says the limited series is the death knell." And he says the only exception was Star Wars. And so he says, yeah. "You know, um, or or an event so, series." Yeah, and which is which is funny because if you think about all these events titles that are come up, including this upcoming Secret War, Secret Empire thing, they are kind of mini series. Yeah. And yet, that's what Marvel at the same time is banking on to basically, you know, you know, yeah, get their, he, get their he, cash he, thing. He, he's yeah. he's talking out both ends, right? right. Mm-hmm. Well, when, 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 they, when they when they talked about when they talked about the problem with the uh, with events, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it, I think it was Alonzo that said this. Alonzo was like, "We get that there's event fatigue. Hey, we're bringing in multiple artists for these events to bring them out on mm-hmm. time, and hey, that'll fix the event fatigue." And I'm like, "No, you know what? No. Fix the event fatigue, boss. No events. <laughs> yeah, that's what fixes it, event fatigue. It, instead, instead of doing three events a year, like mm-hmm. they've been doing pretty much, yeah, they need to do an event every four years." Yeah. Every three years, and then they need they need to let the stories develop. Yeah, 
instead of instead of and, and you can argue well they, they've been doing that with captain america and secret empire yeah i can understand that aspect of it but they really just what happened to telling good stories we don't need we don't need to work on the next event good stories need, are, are are so tertiary to marvel now yeah. oh it's all oh, it's all about God. It's all about the trades, and it's all about producing more yep. and more trades. And, and, and JR uh, is sitting back there quietly blaming Secret Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It all started yeah. with Secret Wars. Secret Wars number one back in 1984. I called it. JR, any uh, thoughts on this retailer summit? Any diversity th- thoughts? Stuff like well, this? I you know I you know I think Ashley pretty well nailed it. But yeah. not just on the diversity thing, but if you look, and I. You know, didn't get a chance to read all those articles or whatever. Lord, but basically, Marvel was blaming everybody, uh, but Marvel. But Marvel, I mean, you know, they were blaming yeah. Donald Trump even. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah they were blaming that is DC true. for shit. That is true. And, but but yeah, it was it was everybody but us. You know, it yeah. couldn't possibly be us. So you know that that to me that was the story. What's and, what's really funny. I'm sorry, Jared. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was, but that was really the story. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. Everybody ran with the diversity thing, but it was just Marvel just came in with all kinds of excuses. That was just one excuse out of a, mm-hmm. a dozen, you know, to explain uh, their uh, lackluster uh, performance. Wouldn't it be what, nice if Disney just cleaned the house? Disney doesn't care. This, yeah. this is the, the publishing division of Marvel. Yeah. is peanuts. The, it's R and D. It's R and D. Disney spends more money in an hour. Than Marvel, than they get from Marvel Publishing, like, a, like okay. A year. What we're what we're seeing is is Disney's uh, the publishing division is the laboratory for the yeah. for the movie division. That's all. It, it is just R and D. Yeah, yep, it is the right. research and development. Yeah. And it, it, the difference is, is instead of it being behind closed doors where you never get to see it, you get to people actually sit there and buy the crap. Yeah. What's, what's, what's really funny about this is that Marvel, for the last few years, has been pandering hard. Yeah. To the social justice crowd. Mm-hmm. Hard. Yeah. I mean, they have been Sar- so hard. Spider-Man's they, sad he beat up they, Asians in China. They want their money so yeah. bad. They have been pandering, begging for the yeah. social justice warriors to come in. Yeah. And then this one, and this one dude, who, whose name I can never remember, David, David Gabriel. Gabriel. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's been at Marvel for at least he, fifteen he, years. He pipes up at the retailer meeting, and then suddenly he learns what Josh Whedon learned. And what a lot of other people have learned is that the social justice crowd will turn on you mm. like a rabid dog. Mm. And they did, they did here. And here's the thing. Marvel, it's funny because, you know, we had the whole thing with X-Men Gold and all that controversy. Oh, good lord. Oh, yeah. And that artist. And, 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 and I've read on a lot of different message boards and a lot of different Twitter posts. People are like, well, how can Marvel not know this? How can Marvel not see this? How, how, did, it, how did he think he'd get away with this in Marvel? Because of Nick Spencer – and 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 all these other people that they've let pipe off politically for the last few years and do whatever they want to and all the pandering they've done this dude thought hey i could probably slip this in there no one will care mhm oh yeah no, and no he, one will and, care and the thing is he even he even thought and even even brags about it later on his facebook page like nudge nudge wink wink like he didn't expect this was he was going to get you know canned after this so because again, it's that yeah. Like, you why know, would he think that? Look at look yeah. at what they've been doing the last several years. Exactly. No. Yeah. It's, no. You, no. It, it's just the atmosphere that's created that, that that's been created there. That it, yeah. It's become so toxic at this point. Mm-hmm. They've helped create the exact same atmosphere that's burning them now. Mm-hmm. What's really sad for me is that um, you know they 
are trying to profess to, you know, have all this diversity and being trying to work towards better representation of minorities, women, and, you know, what's typically seen as underrepresented. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, they can't put their money where their mouth is. And it's just what I've called manufactured diversity. It's all fake. They don't actually care about building up these characters. It's all about racking up points. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we're going to move through these next topics fairly quickly. Zach, uh, Marvel has returned to the grocery store. Yes, uh, this is uh, ten years after the fact. I think we were. I think you and I and, and JR mm-hmm. and, and Kevin the day were talking about uh, what Marvel needed to do. And uh, yep. one of my suggestions was to go to the back to the grocery store. Yep. So Archie Comics and uh, and Marvel Comics are teaming up right next door, not right next to each other in the grocery stores. We're going to be seeing uh, Marvel Comics right next to Archie. Yeah. Uh, these digests, which is uh, similar to the size of the Spider Girl digests, I believe, are going to be produced. They're going to be produced, uh, I, I think, at a quarterly rate. So no. it will be uh, sort of the Marvel Unlimited or the Spider Man Unlimited version of of uh, Archie. Yeah. <laughs> Meets um, Spider Man Unlimited, and we're going to be seeing these oversized, uh, probably ninety page digests. Nope, two hundred page. Two hundred page. Two hundred pages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two hundred page digests. Uh, um, up on the shelves, right at your local supermarket. I did. I didn't see a price on these things. Do you see a price? I, I don't even know how I much the Archie digests are, by the way. Uh, I think they're like uh, six bucks. Look at that! Two hundred pages of content for six dollars, and that preview mm-hmm. looked good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and and last month when this news broke, somebody at a different message board actually said so. Basically, what I'm hearing is that the best Spider-Man story. Uh, <laughs> it, it's why it may be put out by Archie. Yeah, that's yep. true. Mm, yeah, pretty much. The the uh, what, what do you guys think of that six dollars for two hundred pages versus what we got in ASM twenty five for ten? The I'll, va- buy a, the, I'll buy a digest. The I'll value is not digest. there with the with the, the the singles. It's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all. I mean, it's it's also probably going to depend on the kind of content of the story too. Well, I it's think reprints. in large part, but it's reprints. Yeah, I mean, reprints and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. it's in a way, it's actually it's also kind of a good exposure for you know because oh, yeah. definitely yeah, definitely try to get more stuff because uh, it's get more an, it's an impulse buy. All right, all right. Yeah. Looking, mm-hmm. looking looking online yeah. of digest, uh, you, yeah. you got uh, Archie Double Digest two hundred and forty. Uh, oh, it's not a number one. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Archie. Archie's not scared by big numbers. Yeah, uh, or at least they didn't used to be. Yeah, and it's it's uh, three ninety nine. Oh, oh my Google gosh! Oh. wonder how many pages Please. that is. Uh, I'm trying to look. Pages one hundred. The hundred and fifty five pages. Wow. Those those Archie double digests. I take. I buy those and I take those on trips. That's awesome. The, the but not not that new jackassy Archie crap the like the, the classic <laughs> Archie stuff right yeah. mm-hmm. Archie the way it's supposed to effing look um I I take those on trips mm-hmm. and every they're they're perfect so hell yeah I'll buy these you remember Brad and yeah. Jr and McNulty are old enough to remember this mm-hmm. when the when when that Spider Man Superman crossover came out remember yeah. that had the Hulk in it and Wonder Woman and Doctor oh Man? yeah I I had the, a copy of that the thing. Treasury yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. no I. I bought that in book form at a grocery store. What what mm-hmm. book are you talking about? Is it the DC it, Marvel team up? What? Yeah, it was the one with the when where uh Doctor Doom and the Parasite oh, oh, the, the, the big treasury yeah. from the seventies. Got it. The one where remember yeah. where, where where Superman hit Hulk and knocked him into the sky? Yeah. Okay, yep. got it. I bought that at a grocery store, and I was like, yeah, when I got too. that, I was like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever had in my hands ever." Dude, I mm-hmm. I, I, I bought mm. I bought many treasuries off. They they used to put those. 
not all, obviously they couldn't put them on the spinner rack, but they put them in where the regular magazines were. Yeah, and I remember and this, buying several treasuries, uh, the Hulk and Batman one specifically. Well, yeah, I bought a shitload of Batman stuff like that at yeah. the grocery store. This is a yeah. smart move, very smart mm-hmm. move. It's a very smart move. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And I actually, this is something <laughs> Spider-Man related that I actually look forward to, depending on yeah. what all is in there. From what mm-hmm. I saw the preview, it's something I would buy. If they start putting these jackassy slot stories in there, <laughs> oh, or this crappy brain trust, yeah. you know, brand new day crap in there, then no, forget yeah. it. But if they want to put in actual classic Spider-Man stuff, you've got me. I, uh, we've talked about this before, but the impulse buy of comic books needs to come back to get the next generation. This this potentially could get more new readers than anything they've done in a long time. This is why Archie's one of the biggest sellers, yeah. and people don't talk about this that much. Archie does very – you look at you look in the direct market, and you're like, well, they're not really selling that much. But Archie sells way more than the direct market. No, yeah. Way, yeah. way more than the direct market, and this is yes. – this is this is a potential huge yeah. lifeline. For, it, it, la- for last time I remember we talked to something similar was the Hastings stores that went out of business, where they put comics yeah, in there. And, yeah, and that was one of those situations where it wasn't comics that did them in. Oh, I agree. It, uh, Hastings just had it, yeah. Could, it, it was around it here. Was Hastings a, were music stores. How many music stores do you know of today? Yeah, well, right. The Hastings um, I had was video rentals and used DVDs and stuff like that. I mean, they, they, granted, I, Hastings was based out of Amarillo, so yeah. um, like their 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 flagship store was in Amarillo, and it had a little bit of everything. They had instruments, they had yeah. uh, they didn't music, have... they had vinyls, they had comic yeah. books, they had toys, they had books, they had. They were just all over the place, not one specific. Yeah, right. It and, used to and, be and just records in the mid '90s, they started more to morph more into uh, yeah any, anything we can put on a shelf. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and no. and honestly, they were very close to being um, profitable. Yeah, and they actually sold to that to the company that ended up buying them, thinking that maybe they were going to get a few more months to 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 get to viability and profitability. And then they just decided to yeah, liquidate the assets, and yeah, and, well, and, the buyouts and, happen, and then the layoffs start. Let's move on to our other topics. I'll tackle this one. This one is uh, happening next door to me, uh, citywise in Springfield, Missouri. The Dickerson Park Zoo has a new a male antelope. The the the, uh, it's called a bongo. It's the largest of the African forest antelope species. And they named this antelope Octavius. Uh, and his mom and dad are named, guess what? Mary Jane and Peter Parker antelope. <laughs> so so I think that's kind of fun. So I, next time I'm up at the uh, Dickerson Park Zoo in Springfield, Missouri, I will go see Octavius, Mary Jane, and Peter Parker and get a picture with them. I might do an interview. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what's going to happen. The superior bongo. The superior yes. bongo. <laughs> you know what's hey, going to? Hey, Brad's going to get there, and he's going to find out that his, a tiger got loose. Oh no! Like the night before, oh. and there are no more antelope. Oh, where will the antelope so what's play? What's the tiger's name? Uh, Norman. Is there another? Hey, a, is there not a Spider-Man the related tiger? Tiger. Right? tiger. Oh, maybe the puma got him. There you go. Keep it Spider-Man related. There you go. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's see. Ditko, it's time for what is it called? Time for George? Ditko news. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have George tackle the Ditko news this month. Go ahead, George. That's the version you get at 1:27 a.m. Central Time. 
right, hit it. So, um, and when Brad originally uh, put this in the rundown, he put it in as ditto chair. I did. Yeah, and so <laughs> oh, I. Oh, it does say ditto chair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, a guy named Dave Mandel, who uh, yeah. is the showrunner for HBO's uh, Veep, which I would never watch, um, <laughs> got on Twitter to show off a custom-made chair that he made. Yeah, uh, it is a. It's just you know, it's like a just a normal chair. You can, it's not. It's not a recliner. It's just you know, just a, a like a little corner chair or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it looks very comfortable. Yeah, um, but it is all. It, it is. He he had fabric made. Of black and white prints of Ditko's artwork. Many Spider-Men are in this print. And and that's what covers the chair. This guy yeah. is such a big fan of Ditko. He's like, yeah. what's the best way I can honor Steve Ditko? How can I show how much I love Ditko? I know. I'll make something that I rest my ass on. <laughs> and I'll pepper it with Steve Ditko things. So I'm putting my ass on Steve Ditko. Wow. So when it's he farts, because like if I ever went to a convention and I tried to put my ass on Stan Lee, like, like four or five dudes would hit me with tasers simultaneously. <laughs> Oh, wow. There, I brought the funny. You're you brought welcome. it. Mandel also worked on Seinfeld, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And evidently he's writing comics now, the Hank Johnson Adra of Hydra. Haven't heard of that one. But uh, Ditko news, Ditko got a chair. Can you imagine if you're Steve Ditko and you walk out of your New York apartment and this chair is right outside your door? <laughs> Poor Ditko. I just think that's funny. Okay, we're I think in- Ditko would be like must be must, must be another one of these uh, things that that Douglas kid leaves on my door. <laughs> you know, like upholstered chairs or dead rats. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, we're ending with a really obscure spider news. Jr., tell me about Spider Snail and bring the funny. Well- <laughs> Spider snail, uh, and, spider snail. Well, f- first of all, this should be under the heading "More Weird Shit Out of Florida," because th- that seems to be the state that all the weird shit comes out. Of. <laughs> anyway, Florida man. Anyway, you know, first of all, though, I'm surprised that you know Brad didn't go on a tirade about this article mm-hmm. because the Spider Man doesn't have a hyphen. Oh yeah. Uh, but anyway, so. <laughs> God, why do I get these? Anyway, because <laughs> you bring the funny. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, well, I remember what the last time I brought the funny. But I had anyway. to edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, scientists have discovered a Spider-Man snail that catches prey by shooting slime from its tentacles. Well, first of all, experts believe this strange snail migrated on the ship from the Indo-Pacific. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, it's an illegal immigrant. Okay. <laughs> All right. And the only one that's laughing is you, Douglas. Oh, it's funny. And it says that most snails are slow movers. Adult worm snails, which is what this Spider Man thing is, and all it does is it looks like just like a blue you know, like you know, like when you uh use all the uh, Christmas wrapping paper and you're just left with the cardboard tube. I mean that's what this thing looks like. I mean it just looks like a fuzzy blue cardboard tube. Yeah. But anyway, <coughs> Apparently, since these adult snails are slow movers, and adult worm snails, which is what this is, don't move at all. They stay in one spot 
for the rest of their lives, so they get fat. So basically, what we have, we're talking about are fat illegal immigrants in Florida. All right, and yet yet another podcast when we talk about fat ones. Stella, <laughs> we missed yeah. Stella, what? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah I was <laughs> it's a fat one in Florida. <laughs> uh, now actually, actually, I was thinking about you know when George was talking about the the the, the best thing he ever held in his hands, and I didn't, oh, I didn't think it was going to be a comic book. Oh my! Know, but uh, oh. anyway, that was just me. I'm out. But then, see <clears throat> how these things eat. Apparently is they shoot out a mucus web, just like Spider-Man. So basically web boogers, all right, in slow motion. And they catch things, and they slowly then they slowly draw them in uh, and eat them. So basically what we're talking about here, this is actually, this is fake, this is a coded story here. This is really about fat illegal immigrants in Florida who won't get jobs and sit around and pick their nose. Wow. So anyway... There we go. That's the We won't get hate mail on this one at all. Holy it, cow. Apparently, reading this thing, you forgot to add, JR, that they also, it's supposedly harmful to corals and reef, other reef organisms. So mm. you got hey, to think. So, Australia so sucks. Your coral is dying. Prepare to go yeah. to war. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm looking at the article right now, and you've got some dude going at it with like a hammer. Yeah. Because apparently these Spider-Man worm snails are basically ruining the ecology of the ocean to boot. Mm. So... So they maybe they all call them green goblin snails in or something. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Uh, anyway, so then it becomes a tree-hugging article. You know, climate change, pollution, overfishing, and other problems are putting our, our reefs in danger. You know, it's like, yeah. You know, what we need to do is we need to build a wall to keep out these uh, spider snails. That's <laughs> all right. On that note, uh, around the horn, final thoughts, Ashley? Um, please don't ever make a black cat movie, Sony. Please stop making Spider-Man movies. Zach, final thoughts. So, Ashley, JR, we meet on at 12 o'clock on uh, Thursdays. Are there free drinks for new members? (laughs) Yes. I'm in. Mike, final thoughts. Um, well, hopefully, uh, we, uh, Iron Man 4 will be good. Oh, wait. I didn't say Iron Man 4. I meant Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, but yeah, hopefully that will be okay. So, JR, final thoughts on this episode. Zach's mom sounds cute. No. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Zach's mom sounds cute. Okay, uh, George, <laughs> final thoughts. I hate you right now so much. JR is your father. No. <laughs> See, yeah, completely out of context in the ways of my understanding. Yeah. But. George, final thoughts. You get it. Your last word of this episode. All right. Um,. Yeah. So we've had a lot of trailers hit since the last time well, we the Thor we one, man. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. That was awesome. Yeah. And oh. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, favorite. that looks awesome, by the Star way. Um, yeah. Who would have thought, what is it, a year and a half ago, whenever they announced the Marvel Sony deal? Yeah. Remember how mm-hmm. excited we all were? Oh, my God, Spidey's coming to the MCU. Yeah. We were all yeah. so excited. And now I still the am. Spider-Man Homecoming film looks, I mean, just like, it looks like a Golan Globus movie from the 80s compared to Guardian <laughs> of the Galaxy Aww. 2 and compared to Thor Ragnarok. That Thor and trailer. Oh. We, we're at a time now because, you know, my, my hopes were after that, after those horrible Mark Webb reboot films, 
my hope was we'll finally get around to a Spidey that we deserve. Or, you know, we'll finally get the Spidey that we need. And and now we have a Spidey that looks even further away from what Spider-Man should be than the Mark Webb films. And and again, I reiterate, we uh, and Ashley will immediately disagree with me. Uh, we we will not ever see a better Spider-Man movie than Raimi's Spider-Man Two now. I'm holding ever. out. I'm holding out. I like the first one better. Disagree. I know, but okay, we'll see how it goes. All right. 